0: Chumba, ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. work prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing, high-frequency currents now baiting the planet and their effect on us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Golda Wuyaka. Catastrophizing, Creating Our Own Worst Nightmares I knew that was going to happen. How many times have you heard someone say that or, for that matter, said it yourself? Have you ever noticed it rarely references a sought-after event but rather a dreaded one? As our solar system continues its trek into a higher frequency portion of the galaxy and the ambient frequency rises, many of us are becoming increasingly aware of the heretofore unnoticed internal mental messages, the stories we tell ourselves on an ongoing basis. One of the things being uncovered is our tendency to take neutral facts or events from the present, weave a story based upon our past and project it onto the future. These stories are often very negative in nature, creating worry and angst around a fabricated event. Does it make us feel safer to think up the worst possible scenarios so we're never caught off guard? Goodness, don't give the universe ideas. What if we all have unrecognized superpowers and are much more influential than we think? What if, in the process of thinking up the worst possibilities to prepare ourselves, we're actually creating those few very options and manifesting them? How so? To create these stories, we must build them in our imagination. If we buy the press that nothing in our imagination is real, that wouldn't be so problematic. However, the imagination is the landscape upon which we build an energetic matrix at the quantum level for the future to form around. Yikes! Another human superpower running amok is that of focus. Focus and intention directs our personal power. When I was seven, I received my first bicycle. Having formerly lived with my father in the country, I never had so much as a tricycle to hone my skills on. I had none. My mother, bless her city-dwelling heart, was not the best of teachers. She simply said, be careful not to run into any cars, before setting out down the street on her bike, fully expecting me to follow her. I wobbled myself a full block before seeing a parked car. My mother had said not to run into cars, so I focused on that car to the exclusion of everything else. Wham! I ran right into it. The next time my mother and I attempted a ride, I had my mind set on not making the same mistake. I carefully watched for cars. Fortunately, the first car I saw was another parked one. Remembering my negative experience with the last car, I gave it all my attention. Wham! After three more such incidences, the last being a moving car that put me in the hospital, my mother sold my bike. To this day, I still can't ride one. What was going on there? We tend to go where we're focused. Every time I crashed my bike into a car, I became more focused upon cars and inevitably drove right into them. Even if the focus is for the purpose of avoidance, it's still focus. Focus magnetizes us to that which we are focused upon. Now let's apply this to catastrophizing. When we take a benign set of events and build a story with a negative outcome in our imagination, We've created the matrix for that negative experience to form around at the quantum level. This alone does not assure the incident will come to pass, but when addition to building the imagined episode, we then focus on it? In addition, as in my experience with a bicycle, if the outcome is repeated, we increasingly associate a car with danger and give it even more of our attention. The moment we see a car, the imagined story forms almost instantaneously, grabs our attention and yes, you've got it, wham. Then there's the opposite pitfall, that of denial. Nah, that won't happen again. This results in doing the same thing in the same way and expecting different results. We become very intent on the event not happening again. To discredit an incident, we must first build it in our imagination to deny. Then we give the denial our focus. Same outcome. The incident repeats. We go into disbelief, more denial, more focus to maintain the denial, and round and round we go. This pattern has gone on for generations, resulting in acquired belief systems. There is also evidence that genetic predisposition to negative outcome is passed down the lineage. Whether we catastrophize or deny, it runs through the same machinery and we end up creating it. Now that we are becoming more aware of our previously unnoticed internal mental messaging, we get the dubious pleasure of watching ourselves recreate our own worst nightmares. The good thing about this increased awareness is that to change a thing, we first must become aware of it. However, once aware, If we are not careful to recognize the internal messaging when it comes up and take a different approach, we run the risk of focusing on the negative outcome rather than the desired one. This very focus greatly increases the likelihood of recreating the thing we wish to avoid. So how do we find our way out of this tangled weave? By learning to consciously direct the human superpowers of imagination, focus, attention, intention, and bottom line. We can, and have, unconsciously use those powers to create our worst nightmares. Can they be consciously wielded to manifest our dreams? Absolutely they can. As an antidote to recreating nightmares, when catching yourself catastrophizing or denying, stop. Envision a huge eraser removing the negative image from your imagination. Then, take the benign event that instigated the trip down memory lane and imagine them creating a positive outcome. Had I used this method with my bike dilemma, I would have chosen to see the car as not noteworthy. After all, I knew where it was. It was safely parked. Instead, I would focus my attention on catching up with my mother and imagine her delight at seeing me successfully riding beside her. This reframing doesn't happen instantaneously. It takes practice. Furthermore, we may not have time to create the process in the moment. This is where building what I call subroutines comes in. I discuss subroutines in depth in Stairway to Heaven episode number 37, The Key to True Mastery. In short, a subroutine is a stepwise series of actions, when combined, form a unified and seamless routine. If you have a consistent topic you tend to catastrophize about, say, not having enough money to pay the bills, run it through the following exercise. If I know I worry about money, I can prepare a subroutine ahead of time for when the topic comes up and I first start writing the script for catastrophe. The steps go like this. 1. Be watchful. Recognize when you're taking benign events from the present and overriding them with negative results from the past. 2. Choose a symbol to break you out of the pattern. I chose a giant eraser in the previous example. 3. Dismantle the partially formed story. I envisioned the giant eraser removing the negative story at the quantum level, leaving only the present facts and a fertile field ready for planting. 4. Replace the negative story with one with a positive outcome. You might choose to envision seeds being planted in the fertile field. Note, it's important not to be too specific as to what the positive outcome will be as life offers many more opportunities than we can imagine. We don't want to limit life. 5. Trust that positive outcome is on its way and watch for the signs in your life that lead to it. If we are busy focusing on believing in negative outcome, we tend to miss the signs of opportunities leading us to a positive one. Remember, the importance of where you are focused. For this step, you may envision new green sprouts emerging in your field. 6. The only way to take advantage of opportunity is to recognize it and take action. For this step, you may imagine yourself plucking corn from a stalk in the matured field. 7. Nothing is ever fully received without gratitude, so be sure to thank life for its helpful provisions. These steps are a long process. You won't have time to create them in the moment. However, if you've already thought it through and built symbols to represent each step, all you need to do is bring the appropriate set of symbols to mind each in its turn. Now it would look like this. Negative story, giant eraser. Basic facts in fertile field, seeds, sprouts. Corn in hand, thank you for a while, you'll rapidly repeat these symbols in your imagination every time you start to catastrophize about money. After some time and much repetition, you can abbreviate the set to simply bringing the giant eraser to mind, then saying thank you. All the other steps will automatically fall between the two bookends as a well-formed subroutine. Another important method is that of reframing. If we always hold in mind there's a positive and a negative in every situation and make a point of looking for the positive without denying the negative, it can be life-changing. Case in point, I received an unexpected bill that put me over budget. My first inclination was to panic and see myself starving alone in the dark. Instead, catching myself, I bust out my trusty eraser subroutine and take care of the catastrophizing. Then. For reframing, I ask, how can this unexpected bill serve me? This prompts me to take another look at my budget. I see an item I'd budgeted for. I decide to put off purchasing it so I can cover the unexpected bill. The next month, I find the same article on sale at 45% off. Coincidence, you say? Maybe. But one I had part in creating, thank you very much. Another necessary skill is learning how to tell the difference between catastrophizing and intuition. Sometimes we are creating non-existent problems from benign events and other times we may be actually sensing a disaster on its way. How do we tell one from the other? What if they are one and the same simply at different stages of development? Our intuition may be very well telling us that we are about to create a rerun of events with a negative outcome all the signs are there after all we've seen it before the last time we created it (laughs) regardless the same subroutines work in either case by engaging our subroutines to negate any catastrophe we may be building and focus on positive outcome without denying the negative we can create safe passage believe it or not there always is one it's just a matter of where you put your energy and focus some situations, we may catch early enough to negate them. Others may need transmuting as they are already in form by the time we notice. By pulling yourself, your energy and gifts out of worry and denial, clearly setting your intention and bottom line, and moving from fear and avoidance to trust and acceptance, true magic can happen. As more light continues to flood our lives, it exposes the dusty corners. We simply need to clear them not identify with them, worry about them, or shove them into denial. We now have the opportunity to see what hidden beliefs and behaviors have created our current negative situations. But let's not throw out the baby with the bathwater. Once identified, we can run our seemingly adverse circumstances through our handy-dandy new reframing techniques and subroutines to transmute or negate them. After all, hidden within are great gifts should we choose to come out of victimhood long enough to find and engage them. I knew that was going to happen. Yes, yes I did, because I no doubt created it. Now how can I change my mindset without going into denial, mind you, in order to transmute it into something glorious? Thank you for joining me, Gwilda on the Stairway to Heaven. Where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. As I'm sure you've noticed, not only do the Stairway to Heaven episodes stand alone, but they weave together to form a map to evolution and personal empowerment as we enter the new era. To revisit this or any of our other past episodes, visit our archives at www.stairwaytoheavenmedia.com. If you'd like to find out more about me, my school, and the evolutionary tools we offer, visit www.FindYourPathHome.com. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.